Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Welcome to my podcast. We are here today with a very special guest. Our co-host could not make it today, although he might jump in, but JC is busy with actual work. So we are going to jump in and talk to a special guest, uh, Barry Ackerman. Hey, Barry, how you doing? Doing great, Wendy. Thanks. How are you? I am fantastic. I can't believe, um, you know, we're, we're wrapping up the year 2022 and it's gone by so quick. I feel like we're still in 2019. <laughs> There's definitely been a bit of a time warp the last few years. That's for sure. Really, It really has. Now, where are you located at, Barry? So I'm in Passaic, New Jersey. Okay. You're in New Jersey. I'm in Florida. So we're representing the East Coast over here. Um, but the great thing about podcasts is everybody from all over can listen and um, the unfortunate thing about HR is we all end up having the same darn pro problem. <laughs> that is so true. So true. How well planned do we have to be in a new hire's gut to get them to stay and not leave? It, it's tough. I mean, it's, and it's just getting tougher. I mean, with, with the market now, it's even tougher than it's ever been. But it, it's always been an issue. You know, first first impressions, first impressions are everything. And, and that goes for, for new hires as much as it goes for, you know, a thousand other situations in life. Um, you know, someone walks in the door and if their first feeling is, this is weird, then that's their first impression. And it's going to be really difficult to shake that. Whereas if their first impression is, wow, this is a good idea to come here then, you know, that's a totally different feeling. And it's, you know, that, that can go a long way. It really, it's really the truth. You know, let's talk about in our, our first of five series today, why does new hires, uh, new hire onboarding almost always fail? What, what do you think? So honestly, I, I think it's because uh, leaders and managers are just so overwhelmed with getting stuff done. They don't have the time to step back and make a plan and have an or excuse me, have an organized process for when a new person is coming in the door. I don't think it's, I mean, it's certainly not malicious. And I don't even I don't know if I would even say it's careless. I think they're just overwhelmed and they don't they don't appreciate the value and the importance of having an organized, pleasant onboarding experience in place for their new hires. How do you help? You know, we'll explain to our <laughs> listeners first of all what you do and how you can help in this very specific situation that we're talking about. And then, you know, just generally giving out advice to employers who hopefully land those new hires and want to keep them. So I'm, well, my role, I'm an HR consultant. I have a small company called Supportive HR. We help small and medium-sized companies that don't have uh, a full-time HR department. You know, they may have someone on hand doing the basic paperwork. Sometimes they don't even have that. Sometimes we're doing that for them. So we'll help them come up with these more strategic areas, whether it's compliance areas or discuss with them, how are you onboarding people? How are you sure that when you bring someone on that they have a pleasant experience and you know they're interested and excited to be there and to stay there? Yeah, that would be nice because it is freaking expensive to oh, yeah. recruit and recruit people, not, not even retain them, just recruit them. The cost since the 
um, beginning of the pandemic of just to place an ad is so much more expensive than it's ever been. And so I just tell everybody, like, let's just take our time and to get it right. Um, I don't care how much money you make, you know, why waste it on ads when the ads aren't going to work or why waste it on actually getting people to sign that offer letter. Then day two, they're like, ew, I'm out of here. You've wasted yeah. all that money. It's ridiculous. That's right. It's so frustrating. So frustrating. It really is. And I, th- I think you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I was shaking my head and I know we're on audio, so not everybody could see us, but I was absolutely nodding my head and shaking my head saying, yeah, uh, since the pandemic, and let's face it, it was way before the pandemic too, but since the pandemic, so much things have changed and it's such a competitive society that if we if I got a new job and I came in and during that first couple of days, I'm not feeling right. Or I feel like, you know, this company doesn't have their act together or they're, they potentially lied to me about something, even if they didn't, but two and two aren't adding up, I'm out. And you know what? The company next door ain't going to give a darn. They're like, you're out. Come on, let's go. I'll hire you. Like no companies care anymore that you're quitting because another company's bad. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, sometimes, <coughs> sometimes I'll tell <coughs> Apologize. Sometimes I'll I'll tell employers, you know, a new hire, they're, they're going to be texting someone over the course of the day, or at the very least at the end of the day, how to go, right? They have they have people in their family and friends that they know they started a new, new job today. They're going to check in with them maybe at lunchtime, maybe the course of the day, for sure at the end of the day. What do you want that text to say? <laughs> that is an excellent way to address it. Oh my goodness, I love it. But it really is like, okay, what did you text your loved ones? Did you text them at all? And um, I dare ask as the manager, you know, I don't have the right to see it, but can I see it? And that's, whoo, that alone is really scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That, I mean, that, but that's what it boils down to. Those first couple of text messages, that's going to sum up what that, what tone, you know, what the tone is. Yeah, it really is. It really is. That's a, that's an excellent point. Uh, for any of our listeners, I dare you <laughs> to maybe not look at your son, but your, your employees' phones. That would be very disruptive to their personal space, even if you own it. But to say, hey, well, if you were going to text your sister or brother or best friend today or after this first week, what would it say? And be honest. Um, I find even like with exit interviews, you know, we, we do these forms and then nobody reads that, read them. And your employees know, they know that you don't do a darn thing about it. They know you're not reading it and acting. So they just stop giving back the information. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Well, what I want to talk about in our, in a session two of our uh, podcast today is best practices for new hire onboarding. So we will be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.